0: J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ramble Reacts. Manchester City come away with a draw in Leipzig. It's Thursday, 23rd of February. I'm Marcus Speller. And I'm Luke Moore. Well, hello there, everybody. We are duly gathered here today to talk about Champions League action. Luke Moore, have you missed it? Guess who picked the wrong European night to do a ramble reacts? These guys.
3: <laughs> These guys right here.
2: But yeah. we'll
3: press on anyway uh-huh. uh, because all football, in our view, is a good football market. Are we right?
2: Uh, indeed. A bit like when Billy Connolly said all language is, is fine, it's just bad use of good language. People okay. won't say the F word, but they will say, yeah, they will, that's right. People won't say the F word, but they will say you're redundant. And of course, if you are made redundant, you are. Uh, <laughs> Just say it. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, fair enough. No, I'll leave that to, to wee Billy, although he's not on the telly anymore, God bless him. The big him. Ian, the big Ian. For, for uh, understandable reasons. But anyway, without getting bogged down with utter nonsense, um, RB Leipzig won, Manchester City one, is where we're starting, Luke Moore. That's what yeah. we are reacting to, because that's what happened last night in Germany, uh, of course. And uh, do you what are your immediate thoughts? Do you think that's a good draw for Manchester City? Or did you think to yourself, come on, lads, you should be beating those suckers?
3: Well... I felt they played really well in the first half. The first half mm-hmm. was decent. Um, they were in complete control of the game. Uh, got the goal, obviously. Kind of a weird fashion. It's like just... Murray just sort of want, just bimbled his way through and, and, and finished nicely. Yeah. And it was all there for them at half-time. All the chat in the studio um, was as you'd expect. And then the second half, they just completely ceded control of the entire half you know, mm. Leipzig came out a bit and it was kind of interesting because Leipzig clearly they're a team we like to play aggressively, they're like playing the front foot, they've been doing quite well under Marco Rosa and it was almost a bit like he said to them at half time which I imagine he probably did, look, come on lads, Yeah, you can do this, yeah, don't get pulled all over the place, mm. don't be so passive, get amongst them because although Manchester City are a good team as we know, they do have frailties, they can be got at and mm. um, and the goal was coming and uh, yeah, Leipzig were far too respectful in the first half and um, but they weren't in the second and, and City didn't really have any answers to, to what Leipzig had to offer uh, in that second half. So, I mean, look, at the top of this, your question was, you know, would they be happy with that? You still fancy City massively in the second leg. I mean, they played Leipzig fairly recently, didn't they? Um, and in their home leg, they, they scored mm. six past them, I think, from what I remember. So you still fancy them. Um, but what, what do you think? Do you, do you broadly agree with that assessment?
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. <clears throat> I think all said and done, they were under the cosh a little bit. Man City in second half, and they've not lost the game. But even if they had lost two one, um, I still think it's Man City. Uh, you know this this side, despite them uh, not having a vintage Premier League season thus far, I, I still very much back them and think that they're, they're going to do well. Um, of course, Pep Guardiola was a bit prickly in in the post match, wasn't he? Well, I mean, Matt Smith, BT Sports, Matt Smith comes across as a good egg as far as i'm concerned
3: i like matt yeah nice fella.
2: i don't know him i've never worked with him um i understand you have and you are confirming that uh, he is a good man and that everything he may yeah. have done in his past you you're endorsing. I don't
3: know no i can't i can't speak to that i'm not i don't know i don't know either way so you've taken it there uh i'm duty bound to respond uh-huh. my experiences of matt have been great for those yeah. who are listening from maybe not in the uk uh-huh. um and don't know who he is Handsome guy, bit older than us, mm-hmm. speaks great Spanish, speaks I think a bit of Italian, Good um, knows his football well, isn't intimidated by nonsense from Pep Guardiola, who by the way, yeah. I love the fact that Pep, you see him in a Premier League game, it's yeah. just a messy old hoodie and a pair of jeans, yeah. Champions League night baby, it's Thursday nights at mumbo-jumbos, get the <laughs> roll neck, Get the blazer. Oh, no, let's have bad. a good old time. We're popping bottles, baby. We've yeah. booked a table. Uh, I'm looking sharp. And when he gets angry, when mm. he's looking sharp, that for me is the peak Pep combo.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with it. He's up there with Joe Cole with regards to roll necks they, as hey, well. And they, as jo- I tell you, we should,
3: a, we should do a roll neck power rankings because Joe Cole definitely be in there. Uh, pep would be in there for sure.
2: Yeah. And and uh, is there something about bald European men yeah, with because immediately I've got Zinedine Zidane in my mind wearing a roll neck. Hag, I don't know. Does there he, it,
3: doesn't Ten Hag do it as well?
2: Yeah, probably. He does, I think. That's, there's something to be had in there. I think you're absolutely so, right.
3: So but, I think I think you've got a dress to the body shape you've got. I think Pep's yeah, obviously yeah. a very slim man in great shape. For me, and I'm not trying yeah. to do myself down so I know you don't like it when I'm too self-deprecating. But um, for me, the roll neck can't work. I can wear other things because I'm tall. I can wear a long coat that shorter people can't wear. Mm. But I can't do the roll neck. I'll give you a reason why. Jowl. Right. Just accentuates the jowl. (laughs) So I look at Pep and I go, I can't do that. Uh, But I like that you do it. What do you think of... um, So Pep was prickly with Matt Smith afterwards, wasn't he? And um, Matt didn't take the bait or anything like that. And Pep said something like what do you expect? We're not going to win this zero four zero five whatever. But he did seem a little bit... Um, he has seemed quite consistently a little bit annoyed recently. And then he did this kind of weird debrief after the game with the players on the pitch.
2: Yeah, that which was great. Which
3: kind of meltdown territory, really.
2: Well, it's not far away from that. But, I mean, we focused on uh, Liverpool a lot this season for dropping off. Because Man City and, and... And the reason why I'm mentioning Liverpool is Man City and Liverpool have just been two of the best teams we've ever seen uh, in in England, possibly yeah. f- wider than that, uh, in in the last sort of what is it, four or five years or something, and Liverpool have dropped off terribly. And we will talk about Liverpool actually a little bit later on. And 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 they hammering. They took at Anfield. A Man City, we've sort of thought, oh, but they're still in the top. They're still this, that, and the other. Blah 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 blah. But I do think that that the pressure is Pep. Th- 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 there is pressure there. There is. You know, to keep on winning and winning and winning and so on. You know, it's, it's it's bound to kind of make you crack up a little bit. This is a situation he's never found himself in either. He's been at a club in in, in the former Man City. He's been in a club longer than he's ever been before. Normally, he's he'd have he'd have left and, and found another challenge. So I wonder if he's trying to find different ways to innovate, different ways to try to make sure that uh, that complacency. Uh, doesn't creep into his side, and maybe when he sees a performance like that, he thinks actually second half, lads. What you know, they were knocked about really by by RB Leipzig, and yeah. Why don't you think he uh, made any subs then? Yeah, I get an intriguing one. I don't know, you, but this is Pep. Like you, you're trying to get into the mindset of Pep Guardiola in a Champions League knockout game. Yeah. Try algebra. Anything could happen. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what Anything I mean? Anything Could happen. Um, but I mean, I, yeah, I on the handball, when Matt Smith asked him, uh, because Matt Smith originally said to him, you know, how come you never pressed home your advantages at half time? It looked like it was 1-0 going on three or four. Yeah. And then Pep said, well, what do you expect? Are we playing a friendly here? And, he, and, and there's, yeah. there was the, the sort of the prickliness. And then he asked him about the handball. He said, I did not see it, but I know what happened, which I do, <laughs> you know, w- wouldn't stand up in a court of law. No, but, exactly, yeah. um, but, <laughs> but, but But on the handball... It was bonkers. It's a but bonkers. that wasn't given.
3: It's, it's, and, and, and you know what? It's so difficult. I oh, know it's bonkers. It is bonkers. That's the right it's, word. And it is frustrating. I, I genuinely feel like annoyed on behalf of our listeners because I feel I feel, you know I love making the show. I love that people listen to it, and enjoy it, and I and I'm always trying to think of the listeners whenever we're making the show. It's not just a kind of you know a giggle fest for us. Like I get the listeners out right there, and I do feel like it's frustrating for them to have to listen to this stuff. But at the same time, like we can't not cover the incompetence that happens so regularly Mm -hmm. in football by officiating, you know, and, and, we have we have a situation where the officiator has just been moved across to some kind of weird bureaucratic technology based system, mm. which has just sho- shoveled the blame a couple of steps along the line, and nothing's really changed. Like for goodness sake, Peter Walton said, um, and I feel I feel for Peter because he seems like a nice fella. He's always mm. getting berated by ex-pros on the telly for for yeah. money. That just seems to be the only thing he gets to do. I love the fact that he calls everything an
2: offence. By the way. Yeah, I thought that looked like an offence to me. It makes mm. it sound really severe, like really dangerous. To yeah. me, that's an offence. See, I'd love to go rambling with him across yeah. the, the fields of England and go, what's that? Yeah, uh, I think it's <laughs> it's a fence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. It, are you one?
3: absolutely sure this is a public <laughs> footpath? Yes, it is, Peter. It's fine. I think it might be a right away. It doesn't matter. We're not, no one's going to stop us. It's fine. It's just, just yeah. really official. Like, what's that offence? It's actually
2: a hedge. It's a hedge wall. That's what that is. <laughs> Get your head out of that map, it's Peter. It's a part of Adrian's wall. It's not a fence, man. <laughs>
3: Enjoy the scenery. Yeah, exactly. Get your head yeah. out of that Cause you, map.
2: Because you want to take him rambling somewhere good like the, the border of England and Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> He's just on his compass the whole time. I mean, just, yeah. And if, if, if I can just finish up with, with my thoughts is I, we've only seen one camera angle of it on, 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 that's what they showed on BT Sport. And it was like, yeah. You didn't need to see but you you didn't even need to see that whole thing you could have not seen the impact and gone, well I know exactly where that's going he's put both hands up It's utterly preposterous yeah that that and, was and even the wonder market. markers
3: as well just just on on that have you, just to change change tack slightly but in the same kind of same sort of subject the Guardiola equalizer yeah um he gets up really early it's a great striker's goal and i think um i think Rio Ferdinand was right to say a defender, you know, Diaz, had, had himself in the wrong position. And um, I wonder if that was perhaps a foul because, you know, you do see players putting their hands on shoulders yeah, and, it, and it's always blown up for, really. But I wonder yep. if the referee didn't give it just because he rose so early that yeah. he thought it Diaz had no chance to get up there
2: anyway, maybe. I'm not really sure. I think that's probably the reason, but you can understand why that wasn't. That, that didn't go to var but if it had a done you you get it but I think I think the goal probably should have stood. All in all, um, I did find it interesting that the commentators were more interested in talking about uh, Guardiola working on his father's fish stall rather than, <laughs> than his goal. But I mean, and surely they could have worked in something about him rising like a said Yeah, exactly. That's a bit of idea.
3: me. there. I love it when they do that. Just oh, yeah. it's, it's not there's not much going on. To do that. <laughs> um, but but on, on on what I would love to do as well is I'd love to take this opportunity with that goal to praise the um the phenomenon that is the outswinging cross because. The outswinging cross in that situation, it gets Diaz in the wrong body shape, and it yep. makes a mockery of Edison's goalkeeping as well because the, he comes to get it yeah. and realizes he can't and goes back. And of course, whenever a goalkeeper does that and changes his mind, hmm. he's in big trouble. And, yeah. and 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 so it came to pass. I mean, he looked silly because he it was it's an open goal to head, in, head into. Um, but but I would just say that to me, it feels a bit like Edison's lost to something. He's lost something. I said I mentioned it earlier in the mean. season. He feels a lot less. Dominant and his presence somehow seems
2: smaller, and he doesn't seem as confident. Suddenly, yeah, I know what you mean. He'd actually had a pretty good game up until then. You know, he'd made some some smart stops, and and and, and so did the keeper at the other end. We should say, but yeah, that, I mean, but the thing is that when that ball is played in, very rarely do you get the perfect ball in the perfect area mm. where um, whoever leaps highest will will get it. And it was it was just put in there, and and you're right, Edison is kind of all over the place, but it was there for the taking, and and and, and he scored. I did I did wonder though the earlier chance that was put wide. I forget who by the the, the chap playing on the right side for. Oh, was for, it Henricks? RB Leipzig. Yeah, I think that's. I think so. Um, I thought Edison's position was pretty good, and maybe he thought to himself, well, it's going to have have to be something pretty good to beat Edison, although he never looked confident in taking it. So Edison still has something about him. But I think a few years ago, he looked like he was unstoppable. 100%. And and he looked only... Alison Becker putting in consistently, you know best goalkeeper in the world type performances was keeping him as the number two at Brazil well,
3: I can remember when Alisson came to the Premier League must have been the season after Edison mm. and people were like this is the guy that I think it was Horncastle was saying this is the guy who keeps Edison out the Brazilian national side and I could not believe that would even be possible at that point mm. and mm. yet yeah it came to pass but I think he's dropped off since then for sure um, yeah he
2: has but you, you mean you could argue that with all of um Manchester City yeah, it's funny
3: isn't it on a, on a semi-serious note because like it's it seems to ebb and flow the the city players that come into form because at the moment like Mares and Grudish are in brilliant form. But yeah. maybe a number of months ago you have said, oh, they're not really starters under Guardiola. Uh-huh. Uh, more of a, he's more of a, he's more of a Foden man, you know.
2: Um, but um, <laughs> well, he does that, doesn't he? He goes through phases yeah. of the players. Yeah. And it's clearly in, in, in some managers' squad rotation is it's almost every other week they change. Whereas Guardiola, it's phases of the season that he kind of brings yeah. people in and out of. Mara's is an interesting one um, because he. Always seems to be involved in the goals. You, you know, his, his assists, the goals he scored. I mean, he is—he he got his twentieth Champions League goal against RB Leipzig. He's the only the fifth African player to score twenty Champions League goals.
3: Yeah, and there'd be some being some good company there.
2: Well, Mohamed Salah, yeah, Etai Didier Drogba, Samuele and Sadio Mane, yeah. I mean, Good. bloody Nora. You know, that's. Good. I think sometimes we can forget about Riyad Mahrez because there was that time when, you know, he, he had time out of the city side or, or certainly the starting lineup, and um, was he going to be sold and, and and this, that, and the other. But again, look at look at the contributions he makes. Yeah, definitely. And people, to people underestimate
3: side. him as well because he's got very skinny legs. <laughs> and his legs are really skinny for a football player.
2: And you if Grealish is on the
3: other flank. It really throws it into sharp contrast. I,
2: I, really, I was going to say, what do you think of Grealish, by the way? Because
3: I think he's a pretty good player, Marcus. Gets fouled yeah.
2: a And his hair and his calves. But no, I think <laughs> the commentators were saying how, and, and there's been a couple of articles recently written about him saying he's really now got to grips with Guardiola's style of play. You can see he's got a bit more industry and a bit more discipline about him, along with the stuff that he can do. And he is contributing... A few big moments. You know, goal against um, Arsenal, for example, and uh, I suppose we could credit him. I don't know what who who officially was credited with the assist uh, for that goal that Mara scored against RB Leipzig, but it, I'd imagine it was Grealish. It did take a little bit of a ricochet and deflection. But how do you think Grealish is doing at the moment? In yeah, in good. I the think Manchester. it's taken
3: a while to get up to speed. I think it's always a big transitional situation when you come from a club that he came from, where he was a talismanic, you know, really, really like celebrated, um, you know, local lad who was doing. Doing brilliantly, um, uh, but I think he's sort of settling into it now. And and, and you know he he said himself, didn't it, like he would he would find it really hard the intensity of the training and it and he thought it mm-hmm. would he would blend in pretty easily, but but he didn't and it took him a while. I think he I think he's had some really standout performances. I thought he was really really like torturously good against Wolves. Didn't score or get an assist, but it was really mm-hmm. good in that game. He was brilliant um, against Arsenal. in a, what is a really key game for. For City I mean it remains to be seen whether it'll make a difference at the end of the year but it was a really important um important win for City at, at Arsenal um and he laid on the assist um against Forest as well didn't he um so yeah he's, he's doing well I think um I think you know it's he's, he's, he's making that change from being the main man into just like part of a mm-hmm. squad and you have to get used to the idea that you'll you'll maybe sit three or four games out at City but um but you're still going to be an important part of the squad. Before we move on from Man City, Marcus, can I just really take this opportunity on behalf of all the Ramble listeners oh, yeah. to say that it cannot go unsaid when I'm doing a show with you hmm. that here in the UK on the BT Sport home coverage, Sean Wright Phillips is one of the pundits. I haven't seen him for years.
2: Yeah, it was nice to see him. We and I thought he was out. good.
3: He just a bit of, sprinkled a little bit of joy in there. Two spells at City, of course, as a player. I'm sure, Marcus, I mean, you live live long in the memory, won't it, when he came off the bench against Algeria in the World Cup in, for England in 2010? Oh, yeah. Probably one that sticks in your mind more than most, is it?
2: it? It would, yeah. I do remember him scoring his first goal for England. I think I'm. look, this is off the dome piece, so forgive me if I'm a bit sloppy <laughs> with the details. But it was I think he the was against Ukraine, wasn't it? Against Ukraine in a 3-0 win at St. James's Park, I think.
3: This is why they pay you the big bucks, you know that. Yeah,
2: well, I might be wrong. Um, No, I think
3: you were right. I think it was, apparently it was in August 2004. I think you're right. Uh,
2: And uh, Ian Wright was, of course, in attendance. And when he scored, Ian Wright looked way more delighted than Sean did. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought to
3: myself, it's great to see Sean in there. Um, He's absolutely, I mean, he's five foot nothing, wet through. And I didn't (laughs) like the way they
2: demeaningly
3: put him behind the touchscreen where you could barely see him over the top of it in between Rio Ferdinand and Mm. Jake Humphrey. That was rude.
2: Well, I just thought, as a short person, I just felt seen. And I felt, you know, I, I liked the fact that there was somebody on the screen. I thought, yep, he's my man. <laughs> give, him a, give him a box like I used to give to Jules when she was working with Mark Schwartzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
3: Thank you, Pep. You're very welcome. And Happy New Year.
2: None of the four English sides have won in the knockout so far in the Champions League. Chelsea and Spurs lost last week, of course. Uh, Liverpool were hammered and Manchester City... Drew, you'd still fancy Manchester City to go through. Um, you wouldn't fancy Liverpool to go through, Luke, course no. they lost uh, 5-2 at home uh, at Anfield on Tuesday night. I mean... What a game, though. <sighs> I... Do you know what? I, I just saw the the goals going in and I just thought, yeah, I, I just, this isn't really surprising me that much. I think that whole kind of, yeah, but it's Liverpool, has just not been there for so long now this season.
3: Yeah, but it's a sensational contribution to to, to the football watching public by Liverpool to be like tuning up against Real Madrid and yeah. still play... Both your fullbacks up at the Real Madrid's corner flag at all times. <laughs> like I just, I, there was one point where I think that it might have been when they were two one up, maybe, but possibly when they were two nil up, where I think they had nine outfield players in Real Madrid's final third. And yeah, there were two love up at home. Yeah. It's like, and, 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 by the way, those of you with short memories might need to be reminded that the the way that Real Madrid knocked out Man City last year in the Champions League was absolutely preposterous as well. So yeah. they've always got it yeah. in their locker. They've got so many good players. Mm. I just thought it was incredibly naive. I mean, I wasn't as annoyed as um, as Jamie Carragher, but it was it was incredibly naive for them yeah. to play that way. And I wonder whether actually, because um, a lot of people have talked about how Liverpool only know how to play. This way in against these big teams in the Champions League under Klopp and and okay I can see why I, I actually that... disagree with that right so, so let me give you my take and then I'll, I'll yeah. give you I'll hand over to you I feel like that may be the case occasionally but I think at this point yeah. they don't have a, the midfield that can control the game no. so they have no real choice but to play this way I don't think when you compare them to the players that Real Madrid have got in terms of the experience and the way mm. they look after the ball and the way they can kill a game. I just don't think Liverpool really have that, do you?
2: No. I think to talk about how Liverpool played a few seasons ago under Klopp, I think it's almost to miss the point. I think this... I'm I'm really quite tempted to say Klopp's time at Liverpool is, in terms of them being at the top table is done. I think for him to turn this round is too much, I think... We've spoke a little bit about, and there's other people yeah, pointing into the direction of Ms. Melissa Reddy, who's written about this uh, in all the detail about the changes that have gone on uh, behind the scenes and the coaching staff and the scouting um, yeah. staff, if you like, and, and so on. Uh, blah-de-blah-de-blah. But, I mean, Klopp's reaction after the game, he was almost kind of laughing, chuckling, going, yeah, well, <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, we're not going to get this back, are we? Mm. He He was like a lower league manager. Who just got a bit of a hiding in the FA Cup third round to one of the big sides? Going yeah, <laughs> yeah, like look, obviously, which you, you know they're great players. So you know we And we these are two even... teams who
3: competed the final together last season. Exactly.
2: I, I I just he he's going through the he's going through the the, the um the sort of you know the, the stages of of grief. He's now at, at, at what is it you know? Acceptance. Sort of, it, well, he's gone to I, yeah. He's almost like uh, is it a laughing stage or something they say or I don't know whatever it is, but he's. He's now cutting a different figure. He he wasn't frustrated in the post-match. He was perhaps it is acceptance. He's like, yeah, that's where we are. We've just played one of the top sides in Europe, and we've just got hammered by a bunch of canny operators who, you know, could could easily suss out where our weaknesses are because we have got loads of weaknesses. And uh, and Liverpool themselves, I honestly think they could sign whoever. Yes, it, the signings would improve them a little bit. I, I, I just think it, it's weird. It's like it's cracked. It's broken. It's done. And Jamie Carragher is the first um, ex Liverpool player, or, or, or you know, a, a Liverpool focused pundit or journalist or someone of of that ilk, if you see what I mean, who nearly said, I think maybe Klopp's time is done at Liverpool. Like he he just he said, you know, no one is immune. From criticism, you know, what Klopp's done, blah, 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 I think it's sacrilegious among those circles to say, yeah, but like, we, could, this is not the manager, this is the, the sign, this is because the scouting network's not there, or this is this, this is that, the other, blah, 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 I, I, I totally get it, lest we forget, Claudio Ranieri won the league with Leicester City, that happened, that wasn't a dream we all had, mm. the next season he got sacked, mm. okay, you, you know, people, there's nothing sacred in football, rightly or wrongly, and I, I, I think I said it before, come the summer, there are going to be very tough questions because everyone is saying, oh, well, this player, Liverpool don't have this or this player is not performing or they need to sign this, need to sign that. Nobody has said, what's what's going on with Klopp? Klopp is mm. the manager. He still has this drop off is crazy. What we're mm. seeing right now, mm. that, that, that kind of performance, you can't just say, oh, well, Trent Alexander-Arnold is a little bit suspect at the back. Well, we've known that, and he's competed in, in Champions League finals.
3: Yeah, I, I just, I just, yeah, I think, and, and that's interesting. You say that, interesting to, to listen to. I think, look at the game itself. Gomez has a poor game next to Alexander-Arnold. It's easy to have a poor game. Yeah, when you're playing against Vinicius Junior. Mm. You know, on that flank, who's ridiculous. Like, just ridiculous. Just one of the best wide forwards in the world. Easily, I, I, it doesn't get enough. Credit, mm. I don't think, I and mean, he scores the deciding goal in the Champions League final last season. You know, yeah. and he was absolutely magnificent um, last night. And then, you know, obviously you've got moderates who's just, you know, one of the best to ever do it, and they've still got a lot of, a lot of miles. Sure, of no,
2: you're and- right to highlight all these details, but none of those players played when they got hammered by Brighton three 0 Do you know what I mean? None of those players played when, and you can start pointing at all the results throughout the season. That performance against Real Madrid was not shocking. The result is I it, for a second naive, though. I thought they could have they could have felt... they could have but th- this has been the whole th- this has been what it is this season. That's that's they can't say that Liverpool performance against Real Madrid was was outstanding. The result and, and I and I sort of get it but it but it actually kind of fits to what's been going on this season there.
3: Yeah. I've never seen you so strident. Well, I don't, I You're just, Absolutely fuming.
2: I just I think it's such a shame to see this side become what they are and you know we love Klopp uh, you know the same way we love Guardiola they've given so much to football they've given us so much entertainment and I, and I know that not everybody's a Man City fan or a Liverpool fan you, you, you have your own interests with your own clubs and so on mm. But what they've I, done I in, yeah. in the Premier League has been absolutely stunning and one should never forget that. But football is a quick thing. Look at us, we were, we were laughing at Cristiano Ronaldo with his silly celebration in front of the Saudi Arabian uh, or Al Nasser fans the other day. You quickly forget that that's one of the greatest players of all time because of what he's doing here and now. And you have to caveat these things by saying, oh, but of course he's amazing this, yeah, that and the other. but we had that blah,
3: with Cristiano the first half of the season. We were all saying that, weren't we? You know, look, yeah, it's, tr- it's true. I'm just, I'm
2: just saying yeah. how the narrative moves quickly. And I think Klopp has got so much good stuff in the bank, and I get that. But it's still the game. You've still got to go out and get results. And if Liverpool were having this season, or, they, or, or nothing changes after the summer and Klopp's still there, and we're going into another season like this... You can't tell me that's a very, very, very difficult time for everybody. Would you know if they were in September, October, and not really much has improved? Which is why I think in the summer, some big conversations need to happen, and Klopp's got to look at it himself and think. Do I have the 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 stamina, the drive, the ability to turn this round? He has incredible ability to turn situations around where he first arrives at clubs. And if he was to leave in the summer, you know, we remember at Dortmund, we've got a blueprint of this. That, that's what happened when he left Dortmund. I think they were they were fairly mid table, or they certainly weren't bothering the the top of the league. But I think they reached a cup final. I think they were beaten in a cup final and he left and he's rightly remembered uh, very fondly by those fans always has been uh, sorry it's always will be and at liverpool again what he's done there is incredible and he will have the freedom of the city and and rightly so but come the summer he's got to think to himself can i significantly change this next season you know if if the following season maybe they just got fourth or fifth place is that enough because we remember only last year only last season they were two games away from having i keep saying it but two games away from having the perfect season yeah. unprecedented in in the modern era you know so i i, I my personal concern as a sort of a, as, as a caring neutral if he stayed beyond the summer is how much can he turn it round because if he doesn't i wouldn't want to see i wouldn't want to see him sacked basically mm. I, I wouldn't want to um, see Fans going, come on, you've outstayed your welcome, kind of thing.
3: You've got to leave when people say why rather than when they say why not. <laughs> That's what my uncle said when I asked him why he retired from Sunday football. It's- uh- <laughs> But, but, you know, I, I think...
2: That's is that what... you're trying to get us to wrap up this podcast? No, up, no, right? I was just going
3: to... I, I, I It's interesting listening to you about it. I, I was just going to add, really just on the pitch, look, it feels like they don't have a midfield player that can control the game. And I know they're desperate for Bajetek to be it, but I mean, I think he got a bit of a lesson last night, which is totally understandable because of the, the age he is and the players he was playing against. Fabinho's not, not been brilliant um, and, you know... These things all lead to to other things. Like Henderson's best years are behind him. I, I saw I saw Henderson like screaming at Gomez like last night, saying, "You know, wake up, Joe, wake up, Joe." You could see him saying it. You could lip read him saying it. You and, missed out an F word there, by the way. Did I? Yeah. Okay. And um, which is unlike me. Um, yeah. And. All these things are linked, right? Defenders can only defend as well as the midfield players are are going to protect them and screen them and all the rest of it. I just think with the legs of Valverde and I don't actually think Camavinga had a great game, but he's a brilliant young player. Uh, With Modric doing what he does, and then just you know Benzema pulling people all over the place. You talk about how old's Modric? I know exactly, yeah. But Marcus, if you're Joe Gomez, you cannot have a bad game against you know Benzema, Vinicius. The legs mm. of Valverde getting he, beyond he, people. Modric controlling the game. It's just impossible. But he could have
2: done last season or two seasons ago, and, and it wouldn't have been like this.
3: Yeah, yeah. The fair. system
2: is broken. That's what I mean. You sound like Donald Trump.
3: What... Only I can fix it. <laughs> is, this, is this you shouting for the job? The system is broken. Only I, I alone can fix it.
2: Yeah. Well,
3: I want to see you fly do? up to Liverpool in your own yeah. jet, land on the tarmac, give a speech, <laughs> r- bring out Jude Bellingham.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: yeah. Say so I alone, me and Jude alone can fix this.
2: Yeah. What you need is a soft Southerner and Jude Bellingham to sort this out. Yeah, I think that would go down very well. <laughs> is that me four. or you? Yeah, well, either. <laughs> either. <yeah. laughs> I yeah. will
3: need the assistant. But listen, it was it was a fantastic. Um, and listen, we've still got um, still got United against Barcelona, haven't we? Which um, we'll, mm. we'll talk about on Friday. But it was a great. I mean, it's a great week for European football. I enjoyed the City game. Liverpool yep. game was a spectacle, wasn't it? I mean, Liverpool fans won't have enjoyed it, but but we certainly did. So it's been it's been good
2: it has been good but that's uh, to to finish off with the point about liverpool is i forget who it was it could have been old uh, jakey humphreys on bt sport when he's going but i mean what about the second leg you know this is liverpool and i was like jake it's done the game, the ties over yeah. this is the point the, the, this is liverpool yeah it's not it's not the liverpool of a couple of seasons ago i mean or even last season
3: jake jake, um, jake needs to yeah be, be a bit careful but with that with those kind of uh, those kind of opinions just ask the questions of the pundits jake you're not on your high-performance podcast now. Why are you bringing Jake into this?
2: Well, I just uh, thought you'd you'd fancy having a little dig, get, you know, a little. Why it Dan you?
3: walker that gets knocked off his bike? Oh
2: <laughs> we like Dan. Yeah, exactly. I think we should end there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to today's Ramble React, everybody. On the continent, we'll be with you this afternoon. Where Andy and Dotton will be joined by Nikki Bandini, uh, where we'll get the Real Madrid perspective from that game at Anfield last Tuesday night. They'll also chat about Napoli and if they've got ambitions of winning the whole bloody oh, thing.
3: On that, Marcus, sorry to cut in. Um and absolutely people should listen to it I just want to let you know because i just reminding myself what well, you're saying that mm. I actually bet on Napoli to win the Champions League at the start of the season did you? yeah Well, back massive me. odds
2: what odds did you get? I can't remember off to check but it's pretty good well, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed with that because Napoli are like tearing up every single tree in Serie A. <laughs> it, Italy is now a treeless country because of what, what <laughs> Napoli are doing. It is, it is stunning. What, if, if you haven't looked at the top of a Serie A, by the way, and there will be people who haven't, then fair enough if you're not interested or just haven't done it for a little while. What are they, 15 points clear? This season is just...
3: It's, it's incredible. It's come from nowhere. It's oh, come from man. nowhere. It's great. And, it and to great. learn more about that, Marcus is absolutely right. You should subscribe to, uh, to listen to, to OTC. Make sure you subscribe to, so that you never miss mm. an app. Um, the guys will be talking in greater depth about European football than we ever could, Marcus, wouldn't they?
2: Well, don't do yourself down. All right. I probably could if I wanted to, but I don't want it. So listen to them. <laughs> <Exactly>. I couldn't. <laughs> right, everybody. Uh, it's time for us to leave. Thanks for listening. Absolute pleasure. We'll... Chat to you very very soon. Thank you, Luke Ball. Thanks a lot. Thank you.
1: The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator
0: Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well.